Green to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. And now, coming to you pre-recorded, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey, Dave. Hey, you. I don't know. I know. You know it. I know. I'm Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Thanks. And uh, that's some other guy over there. Anyways, (laughs) um, so you want to talk about the movie Geostorm, and I said no. And uh, then I said, let's talk about sex, baby. And I said, uh, let's talk about you you. and me. (laughs) Let's talk about all the things. So you watched the movie Geostorm, and... uh, there's been like a lot of weird shit happening lately, like real yeah. time, um, with like all these satellites being shot up into orbit from several different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of like weird lights and booms all around the planet, and instead of us trying to explain all this stuff. Our, our good buddy, I forget his name. Uh, that was why I, I think, didn't I th- say your name. I think it was, uh, it's Tyler from Secure Team. Oh, maybe. Hey guys, it's Tyler from Secure Team. It's that guy who kind of like whisper talks. Anyways, uh, he's like way into things. And so we're, we're going to, we're going to play, I think we're going to like play we a should, couple of his videos and then like talk about things. We should probably get a hold of him. Maybe. I was going to say, we should get a hold of that guy. Yeah. Well, we can and see if he wants to like do a, an episode with us, interview or yeah, something like that. But cool. he's like, he does these YouTube videos, so if you just go, like, Google our YouTube secure team and you can watch all this shit. Uh, we're going to start four and a half minutes into this video called This Is Now a Global Event. And uh, by the time you're hearing this, it's probably a month or so old. But mm-hmm. anyways, he comes out with a lot of videos and they're all a lot of interesting stuff and we're going to kind of just cover what he's doing. But stay on the theme of what's happening around our planet and then we'll maybe speculate as we go yeah and see what we think okay so i'm gonna hit play on this video and uh see where it takes us so with that let's get into some of the news that's been happening over the past week now i realize you may have seen some of these on other channels or whatnot but uh, i want to catch up and touch on it so first in uh, ufo sighting news a lot of ufo sightings we have a new clip that's making waves across the online community, and that was a strange set of lights that appeared in the skies above Katarina, Texas. So check this out. It's great for the listeners. Yeah. And so they just... So it's like lights going on and off. and It's almost like something spinning or there's multiple things yeah. turning their lights on and off, kind of. You know what I mean? That looks like fire. That's gone. I'd never seen that. Now, oh, dude, there's, this guy oh, finds well, a lot of shit. Damn, I don't know. I got what? Uh, he right, said so this was dick. Posted to Facebook dick. By Gary Trevino. 
He said, quote, Can someone explain what the heck did we just see here at the Gates Ranch in Katerina, Texas? It happened around 8.45 p.m. on the 24th. So uh, this is very, very intriguing. And when I first saw this, I said, I've seen this before. And we've posted videos in the past of these lights that will appear in the sky. And they do this sort of leapfrog jump where the light will appear. It'll then disappear and then reappear you know, a, a couple feet or meters ahead of itself, then disappear again, and then do it over and over, sort of like the game Leapfrog, as if it's leaping over itself. Now, many have also said that this is indicative of something that's spinning, slowly spinning, and that the light is just rotating around, and that's why we're kind we of seeing it appear and disappear. I don't know, because towards the end of this footage that you guys are seeing, we have more lights that appear uh, including one that looks to sort of shoot off a, a tail behind it. We have other lights appearing. I just don't know. It's really strange. I've never seen flares act like this. Certainly not Chinese lanterns. So, you know, I think this is definitely a legit unidentified object. We don't know what it is. These lights are acting way too strange. Someone mentioned that it could be skydivers. But it was also mentioned that these things are way too close to the ground to be skydivers or flares or anything like that. I mean, usually military flares, they're dropped. They just sit in the sky and then they burn out. Skydivers light up and then don't light up anymore. So really interesting footage. Let me know what you guys think. I'll put the link to this down below. And in other news, we have a new photograph that was recently posted to Australian uh, social media as well as mainstream media in Australia of what is being called there a UFO sighting of this bizarre light caught shooting across North Queensland, captured by a photographer. Now, this was taken from Cape Hillsborough on the beach by a woman who goes by the name Betty Sini. She saw this massive light slowly moving across the sky. She said that it looked just like a shooting star to start, but then it just got longer and longer, bigger and brighter. And she said to her husband, quote, this is no shooting star. She said that, quote, I screamed out, look at this, and they all turned around and couldn't believe it. She said it was just beautiful. It was a real green teal color, and it just disappeared into the ocean. My husband could hear it hissing and fizzling as it came down. She says, quote, I take some nighttime photos, but I've never seen anything like that. So, um, yeah, immediately when I saw this, I said it almost looks like a meteor. You know, we've been seeing and, and hearing about a lot of meteors coming down. Well, the mainstream media says they're meteors, but if you've watched our past couple of videos, we've been getting rocked by these so-called meteors, or basically just objects burning up into our skies coming from space. We've had these loud mystery booms, houses being shook, massive bright flashes in the sky happening all over the world. Add to this all of the secret satellite launches that have been going up almost at the exact same frequency as we're seeing these objects burning up in our skies. And, um, you know, here we have another one, this time over Australia. Obviously, it was moving slow enough where the source could get her camera and take a 20-second exposure, which kind of makes me wonder whether this was a meteor at all. Uh, it obviously looks like something that's entered our atmosphere. And so, uh, very interesting photo 
So kudos to her, and I'll put the link to this down in the video description. You guys check it out. Now, in other news, while we're on the topic of all of these meteors that are happening, uh, the most recent, you'll remember, uh, occurred over Michigan. Well, there was one over Indiana, and then before that, there was a massive one over Michigan that was said to have even caused a fire when it landed, set a uh, garage and a truck on fire. Yeah. And then there were these bright red, almost looked like laser beams seen coming down from the sky afterwards. And I recently got an email from a uh, fellow viewer in Michigan who said that everyone in his town saw that massive flash of light that happened over Michigan. And according to him, something else happened just as this massive flash occurred. He said that he experienced something, quote, confusing and almost horrifying after his phone started making these funny radio noises that he said hurt his ears. And it was this almost loud static that almost sounded like voices, but he couldn't make out what they were saying until it started saying what sounded like coordinates of some sort. He said that it didn't sound like English, but I do know that they were saying numbers and I wrote them down as fast as possible. And so I started going online and typing in these numbers and anything I could to try to pull up something that was maybe a transmission of something, a, a flight number, and that was until he went to Google Maps and put in the numbers, which turned out to be an actual coordinate on planet Earth. And when he typed it in, he said, all I saw was this big black mass. There was nothing on the screen. But as he zoomed out, which I am here, I went to the exact coordinates that he did, he saw this a black patch that's basically been edited out of the earth from the satellite imagery as if we're not supposed to see what's under it uh, here in the middle of the ocean near the North Pole. Now uh, I have the coordinates here and I'll put them down below and um, as you're seeing here this is on Google Maps you can put these in yourselves. The viewer who emailed me claims that during this flash of light of this unknown object over Michigan his phone began outputting this loud staticky noise followed by a voice that began repeating numbers and I have to say if those numbers truly did link to this specific coordinate on earth that just so happens to be the only spot in this area of ocean here just above Russia uh, the only spot that happens to be blacked out nonetheless well that is spooky the viewer swears up and down that this did indeed happen and uh, he just sent the coordinates he says I don't know what else to say take it or leave it but it was strange it happened other people witnessed it and so I'm here to say guys anyone out there from Michigan during this time experience static or any strange numbers emanating from their phones obviously send me an email and uh, we will continue to follow these strange events that are happening as of late. So many of these flashes of light, rumblings, classified satellites being shot up one after the other by all of these different superpowers. Again, I'll say it, I think something big's on the horizon we don't know about. So with that, I want to thank all of you guys for stopping by today. Again, I appreciate you being patient with Okay. So that kind of goes... That goes back into what we were talking about last time. Um, maybe those are aliens coming to visit our planet, dude. Like, <laughs> that's weird. Now, I find this fascinating. Now, let's not say that uh, this guy in Michigan wasn't 
fucking around or read an article about this black spot and got the coordinates and then decided to make up this fucking story mm-hmm. that after this flash of light, he got this these things and he started writing everything down and he put it in and there it was. You know what I mean? But what about this whole thing about uh, inner earth? And and one of the entrances being in the North Pole, and one of the entrances being at the South Pole. Mm-hmm. And this being basically at the North Pole, and it's a blacked out spot. And and what's interesting is that you can kind of, like, it's blacked out, but yet right at the top and bottom, it looks there's like there's... a little bit of land or something. Yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Why are you blacking that out? So I'm going to pull up. I'm gonna pull it up. How the fuck do you tell what's what? I need to zoom in a little bit. There's America. Alright, there's America. And so it should be right now. Should be right in this vicinity. That's not it, is it? No. It was uh somewhere over here. I think you're too high. I'm definitely high, but I don't think that has anything to do with... Is it over here? Nice if we had the No, because that's the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it was uh, above Russia, and it was, like, right in here. Let's go back to the video. And uh, I want to get a shot of him zoomed out. Okay. All right, Tyler from Secure Team. All right. I'm going to turn it down and play it again and then pause it right where I want it. Um, I want to pull it up for myself and see if it actually exists for one. Yeah. And then I want to... um, I'm curious about this one. Yeah, like, you see these other things. Let's see if we get the wide shot here. Just a second. Come on, Tyler from Secure Team. So we want. It looks like it's just right above. Here's Alaska, right here. So it's straight over from Alaska. So where in the hell's Alaska? Right there. How can we turn the fucking planet? There we go. Let's. Uh... What is there? We go. Now we're getting somewhere. So it's straight up from Alaska. It should be right in here. Somewhere. <laughs> this is fun. Oh, I'm not over far enough. I need to be more over here. There it is right there. Found it. Right? Yep, that's it. Okay. So yeah, either those are clouds or that's land. I'm not... It's unclear. Can you can you I'm, scroll up now? I'm in it, basically. You mean scroll up? Go up to the top of it and zoom in on the top, like this right here. Mm-hmm. That's landmass. Looks like ice mass. Yeah, looks like. All right, now let's go to the bottom and look, because there's more shit down there. It almost looks like it fades. Yeah. Into something. All right, now let's. 
go look at one of the, let's go look at this closest other island thing here. Like this looks like so they faded in bullshit water around whatever the fuck this is, which looks yeah. like ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's still all blue around so the So all this blue is nonsense. I think this is all land up here, and they're just, or, or ice or whatever, and all this blue is just, somebody just took a, a giant thing and decided to, like, blur it out. But yeah. why is this one black is the question. You must have missed a spot. It, it wouldn't be black, though. No, like, yeah. And, like, you, this here, this is an actual landmass. Like, this is an island. Yeah. Right there. But yeah, look at the edges of the dark blue water, though. Yeah, see, it it doesn't do that. They've they've blurred out everything else. Mm-hmm. So is this black spot what they're covering up the actual hole into the inner Earth from the north? Now look at this. Here's here's land. Here's some land and ice and shit. So they kept that there, but why all this? Why are they not doing? You know what I mean? Because they were paid to. No, I get that, but... So, really, what are we missing here? They've taken pictures of it. They got the, all these others. Why are they picking and choosing the pieces they want to show us? And why doesn't all the ocean show like this? Yeah, no, it should all show, look like that. And why is there so many parts of the ocean floor that look like this? With that whole, like... uh it was like a mountain crisscross, but but all these you know these lines going back and forth. Yeah, these exist everywhere. And what the fuck is that long ass thing? What the fuck is that? Now nice. see, there's a strip. It looks like the fucking moon. Yeah. There's a that's. This shit, it doesn't make any sense. There's a long, like, if you go, go like pull two this. two long lines. It's like, it's like the hemisphere, and then it just stops. Wow. I guess I need to fuck around with Google Earth. Let's scroll up. That was like a ruler. Oh, no. It did, did it at first, though. These are like, it's like crappy pixelated yeah. image. But down here, it actually looked like what the actual picture of the ocean looks like. You know what I mean? All it would all be ice. Yeah. And then they've got this like uh like really like a image of what the uh layout of the bottom of the ocean looks like based on like sonar or something. Right, right. Um I don't know, it's kinda weird, but like there's a line there too. Oh, that's the border. Uh, okay, that's the border from Alaska to Canada. But anyways, so it was right here, right? Yeah, it's there. I mean, yeah. here, let's give the coordinates to everybody. How do you get coordinates? Oh. Zoom in right there. So what does that say? Seven? 76 degrees, 4,726 degrees north, 157, or I don't know how the fuck to read So it's 7647269157 north, 1575843 east. There you go. Basically. Yeah. If you can, or just, you know, go pull up that video. And yeah, it's in the East, east Siberian Sea. Yeah. 
Interesting. I wonder what they covered up there, though. Because they clearly blacked something out. So it's almost like if they took this land mass or one of these other land masses and said, well, you know what, maybe we shouldn't show this. Just go black it out. Why not just take... Yeah, why not blue it out? Blue, like, over here, like they're done everywhere else, and just go over it and act like it doesn't exist. It's almost like it's done on purpose for people to, like, question it or something. Yeah. I wonder if there's any more, like... No, it sounded like he said he looked for more. Makes you wonder, you know. Look at this one. It's another one that's fucking painted. Or is that one that's blacked out a military base or something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting either way why they would do that. That's weird, dude. It's lazy editing. But yeah, as much as they're trying to cover everything else up there, there's some reason why. I don't know. It's, it, it is really weird. Okay, let's see here. No, you haven't done the Utah one yet. Yeah, let's do this one. So this is a this video. The next one we're going to play is mass event above Utah. Just the beginning? Question mark. So uh, let's play this and see what we got. Hey guys, Tyler here from Skier Team. It was another overcast oh, and he didn't even say it. in Draper when a not so normal thing happened. As I was driving, these birds just were falling out of the sky. Lacey Brown was one of the people who saw things firsthand. They were all on the ground right around here and along the roadway. They were just falling out of the sky like leaves. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler Mm -hmm. here with Secure Team. Well, 200 birds just fell from the sky in Draper, Utah. And the local residents, pretty much everyone else for that matter, has no idea what caused it. So according to these new reports here, and we're going to go more into these mass die-offs happening around the world... But first, uh, again, here in Utah, well, I'll just quote what the sergeant of the Draper City Police Department said, which was that, quote, it was one of the rarest things I've ever heard of. With another Draper resident, Lacey Brown, stating as she was driving down the street that, quote, I was driving and these birds were just falling out of the sky. They were all on the ground, right around here and on the roadway. They were just falling out of the sky like leaves. But they weren't leaves. They were hundreds upon hundreds of small birds, starlings. And it's basically what many of us see all the time, no matter where you are, of these massive, they almost look like massive black clouds with hundreds and even thousands of these little birds flying so close to one another. And experts say that this technique where they fly so close together is actually in order so they can stay warm as well as protect them from prey. So that's why we have this big black cloud-like blob of these things when you see them. But now the cloud has fallen. And people on social media are already speculating that aliens were to blame, the flock was poisoned or hit by lightning. But according to Chad Carpenter, who is the sergeant of the local PD, he says that the real reason is that all of these birds simply flew into the side of a large vehicle. 
Now, the sergeant here pretty much just pulled that answer out of his hat yeah. because there's actually no proof that they flew into anything. And uh, as per the testimony from people who were driving along the road, these things were just falling from the sky. There was no planes in sight. There were no vehicles. I, I'm not sure. Maybe what the means, sight of a vehicle in the air. Yeah, but, right. You know, these birds, they're pretty good at dodging things. And in many instances, they're flying much lower in altitude than most commercial airliners. And so nobody really knows what caused this. Was it weather related? Was it just some sort of strange misdirection? But again, that wouldn't just simply cause them to drop out of the sky, uh, you know, as if something just took their life in an instant. And of course, people were pulling over. Uh, one man was seen shoveling the birds out of the road. Draper Animal Services were also on the scene to clear the birds and collect any that were still alive. With one of the workers stating, quote, It was not a sight for the faint of heart. And it was weird. Just a weird one. Now some light here at the end of the tunnel was that they found that 17 out of the hundreds of birds were actually still alive and were transferred to a local rehabilitation they ask center what happened? where the hope is that they'll recover and be <laughs> yeah, released back said, into tweet, the tweet. wild. So yeah, we actually haven't Taught reported us, yeah, on tight. one of these stories in a while now. Now if you followed the channel, you'll know that last year and especially the year before, we were having these just mass events of these birds just falling from the sky all over the world. And, I mean, regardless of what you think, if there was a supernatural cause, many people have said that there was some sort of cloaked object in the sky that they maybe flew into. But in many of these instances in the past, it was found that none of these birds suffered any blunt trauma, like they had actually hit anything in the sky. Now, the trauma we're talking about is different from them actually hitting the ground because many of the birds that landed in bushes and things like that had no trauma whatsoever. And it was just really, really eerie. And many of you uh, who followed this stuff will remember it. And I don't care who you are, what you think happened, it was strange. And, you know, with all of the, the mysterious things happening lately, all of these so-called meteors, or we'll just call mystery objects, entering our atmosphere over Michigan, over China, over Mexico, loud flashes and booms in our skies. Nobody knows what's causing them. Authorities having no clue. Houses being shook. And so with all of that strange stuff happening as of late, I wanted to do some further research and maybe find out if there have been any other mass die-offs as of late. And what I found was nothing short of shocking. And it's basically this website that already did the work and created this mass animal casualty list. Oh, that's cool. Where it lists, starting from January 1st of this year up until now, any sort of animal cataclysm happening just like what was seen in Utah and uh, let's see starting on the first we have 358,000 birds found lifeless in Saudi Arabia uh, as I'm going through these thousands upon thousands of dead starfish crabs That's just crazy. fish of all kind turtles washing up on beaches around the world uh, let's see eight Dolphins and whales washed up along the coast of Ireland. Hundreds more fish mysteriously washed up in the waters of Adelaide, Australia. More birds on the coast of Destin, Florida. Hundreds of ducks in Nebraska. And the most recent report from January 24th was 170 dolphins that were found to have perished due to a, quote, virus in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. 
So, yeah, I mean, it seems that there's way much more happening than just this in Utah. And uh, this is a very extensive list here. Each item is followed by the source link that talks about it. And obviously, I will put the link to this down below. Now, the website that it comes from, I won't vouch for. I've never been to it. However, uh, these stats do check out. They do have links to each one. So, you know, I wanted to talk about it as it relates to this story. And uh, it really is happening. So, is there a correlation with all of this mysterious activity happening in our skies as of late and in our oceans? You know, all of these reports of people waking up to their beaches completely drained of ocean water, hundreds and in some cases thousands of boats just sitting on dry dirt. Uh, in many of these cases, there would be no reason. You know, these, these fishermen and these people who've been on the coast, they're used to knowing that when like the shoreline the comes in or goes out. In many cases, there are no storms in sight or earthquakes or anything like that that would cause such a strange happening. And it's just, it's happening, guys, around the world. Our oceans and our skies, I don't know what's going on, but you guys let me know down below. Have any of you witnessed this sort of strange activity, whether it be birds falling out of the sky, fish washing up when they shouldn't be? Be sure to put it down below or email me, and uh, we will follow this and uh, post any updates in future. So stay tuned. Follow me on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and I will have a new video up in just a bit. So what do you think about that one? That's crazy. I remember talking about this last year, I think. Not the same one, but similar stuff. Yeah. Um... It's weird, you know. I I I can't see the whole flying into a big object thing. If they did an autopsy on them and none of them show any blood forest trauma, um, so he he's at a loss. Has no idea what the fuck happened. Right. Um, I don't see like a lightning strike because it looks like a fairly clear day. How um, could a lightning strike hit all them birds? Well, if they're and not if they're, fry them, yeah. If they're that close. I could maybe see it jumping from one to one, but not not hundreds of them. Right. I could see like maybe a cluster of twenty. I think it would fry them though, because these are small yeah, birds. The yeah. lightning would fucking cook these things, and they would just be like little pieces of charcoal. Yeah, and he didn't say anything about the autopsy saying everything inside was cooked. Right. So that's not it. Um, I really don't know, dude. I'm at a loss for this. I don't. I don't really know what could have happened. You know what I think it is. What? Harp. High frequency active aurora research program. That thing up in uh, Canada oh, yeah. or uh, not Canada, uh, Alaska. I think they're fucking around. I think they're still doing shit, even though they say they don't do anything anymore. And I think that's what caused it. It's the only thing they're using electricity through our ionosphere, and they're they're weaponizing the weather and and. All that has to do with what's in our skies. Well, where are the birds? In our in skies. Sky, yeah. They're falling from the sky with no logical explanation. So it, something's causing that. The only logical thing to me is whatever the fuck Harp is doing. And, would that and, affect the oceans too then? I would assume so because their whole thing is to control, like, to be able to basically play God and control weather if you believe in God. You know kind what I mean? Like, kind of like Geostorm in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, really what harp is. Like, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say harp has something to do with why all these animals are dying like that. That's that's I my thoughts that. on it. Without getting deeper into that, yeah, no, I can see that's, that. That's what I'm guessing. 
So there's that one. Well, that's a good um, one. hang on. There was another one I wanted to do, but I need to go find it down here. We'll do this one. But I want to find the one. Let me start over. Maybe this one. Okay. Let's try this one. I think this one might be. Oh. Okay, and action. <laughs> I want to see the second one, too. The up next? Underneath that. Well, underneath oh, that. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. You know, got to spend some time with your families. And so while that was going on, the strange and mysterious things happening in our world have continued, well, on and off our world, should I say. And so uh, I've got a couple of things to talk about today, as well as an update to an extremely fascinating story about this mysterious object tumbling through space that I posted a video on yesterday. Now, if you haven't seen that, go ahead and check it out. But if you haven't, in a nutshell, very recently, astronomers detected something very strange entering our solar system. And after further analysis, they realized that it was definitely solid, it was moving extremely fast, and it was unlike anything they have ever witnessed in our solar system before. And what you're seeing here is what they found, which is this uh, massive cigar-shaped object. I mean, that's all we know so far. It's an object that they detected speeding into our solar system from interstellar space. So this thing is coming from outside of our neighborhood. All right, it's not from around here. And quite frankly, they don't know where it came from. But what they have said is that they've never seen anything like it before. Uh, it's not a comet. They're saying it could be an asteroid, although they're not for sure, totally. And they've never seen an asteroid like this before. They have never seen something that looks like a, I mean, let's face it, a cigar-shaped ship. And why am I saying ship? Well, first of all, what you're seeing here is just an artist impression, okay? We don't know what the thing actually looks like. We know that it's shaped like this, moving very quickly, and we're never going to see it again. And what we do know is that it's red in color, and it has an extremely high metal content. Huh. And so that's basically what I summed up for you guys in yesterday's video. And now we have an update that's that is really weird. blowing the lid off of this thing coming from an actual mainstream astronomer who came out on Reddit and admitted that he and other mainstream astronomers like him are now discussing the possibility, the very real possibility, that this mysterious cigar-shaped object may actually be a spaceship of some sort. So according to this astronomer who posted well, to Reddit information? under the name Andromeda 321, said, and I quote... I will never say this lightly, but we are, swear to God, actually discussing with some seriousness right now what are the odds that this is actually a spaceship, which I 100% assure you has never happened before in my memory with seriousness. Basically, the dimensions of this thing being so much longer than it is tall, combined with the no dust part, are both highly irregular details. 
Not so irregular there's no natural way to explain them, but irregular enough that this is definitely not your normal space rock. And unfortunately, we are not really going to get any more new data on this space rock. So I guess we'll be speculating about this for the rest of my professional career. The issue, though, is it is tumbling, and no thermal emission was detected. But there's no way that doesn't mean that it's the dead hull of an alien spacecraft from millions of years ago. My one colleague is arguing, and I'm arguing, that if you had a computer intelligence type beings, perhaps they'd go into a stasis for the million years journey that it would take to wherever they were going. <clears throat> and in my scenario, they were just using as a tidal slingshot, sort of how we slingshot probes around planets to save on spacecraft fuel. And so uh, there you guys have it. That was the original post by a mainstream astronomer on Reddit. And since the post was made, we've had other astronomers chime in, with one stating, quote, When I read the ratio of the proportions, what immediately popped into my head was, that sounds like an interstellar spaceship. A realistic craft might be powered by some advanced fusion reactor and travel close to the speed of light. While such a thing is way beyond our current engineering and industrial ability, there's nothing in our science that says such a thing is impossible. Another thing that is being pointed out is that if you were to build a spacecraft that was capable of such speeds, it is inevitably going to end up being very long. Because at those kind of speeds, every grain of dust hits your ship like a bomb. So a long, narrow ship makes sense and you absolutely want to minimize the forward cross-sectional area. And so any realistic interstellar vessel is going to end up looking like a pencil. Okay, I know it's not the end of the video, but I had a question. Yeah. So they say that, uh, you know, this is it. This is all the information we're going to get on this thing. Uh, and they have an artist's rendition... But we have uh, Hubble, and Hubble's not going to take a fucking picture of this thing? Hubble's not going to do anything? I mean, what the fuck is the point in having Hubble, then? You have an object. Well, well no, we're not going to get any more information. We're just doing artist rendering. We're not going to have Hubble focus its attention on this. We're not going to, uh, I don't know, do anything else. We're just going to fucking ignore the damn thing that's coming in here flopping around like a fucking wet dick and you know I, I to me that is the biggest bunch of bullshit i've ever heard in my entire life well my my point my thought is they're probably gonna have or they probably already have information on it could they're this be why all these satellites us. are being shot up all of a sudden to like monitor this thing could be you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then hang on before we play the rest of this video i just want to run a search don't say nothing because we don't get a good result. I don't want to giant penis. Why are you searching? That God again? damn it! Dave. I told you not to read the damn thing. Oh, you said don't say anything. I didn't say anything. I read it. Okay, we don't read. Just, type. just uh, here. You know, what? I'm gonna play the audio of the video while I type this thing. Okay. For the listeners, otherwise it's gonna be stupid. Now, one thing that's sort of throwing a wrench into the spaceship theory, as one astronomer points out, is that at this point, from what we've detected. The speed of this object tumbling through space is moving far too slow. But that this alone doesn't mean that it can't be artificial. 
Because again, we go back to the possibility that the occupants inside of it may be in a sort of deep stasis and on a very long journey. And so when they enter a solar system to save on fuel, they turn their propulsion apparatus off and go into this sort of tumble, then using the gravity of our planets and our sun to slingshot itself back out into space. And oddly enough, that's exactly what this object has done and is doing. And so this is extremely exciting news, seeing as that when I originally posted my video on this, I came out and said that the first thing I thought of was that this reminded me of some sort of interstellar spaceship. And now, just days later, we have astronomers coming out and corroborating that, or at least sharing my theory. So it's very exciting, very intriguing, and of course I want to know what you guys think. So post your opinions down below. I definitely think that this object, whatever it is, may very well be some massive ship that if not in some deep stasis, maybe it's just some ancient ship that was left abandoned thousands or millions of years ago and that has continued tumbling through space, solar system through solar system, galaxy through galaxy, and uh, so on until the end of time. Oh, that's another thing. So why the fuck aren't we tracking where it's going? Like, the, the fact that... Yeah, is it coming towards us? Is it going to hit us? Yeah, or, or is it going to pass close enough where we can actually see it with our own eyes? Right. Like, it, it, they can do all these, like, they know when the eclipse is going to happen. So they should know about when this thing's going to be the closest to Earth and how far away it will actually come to us. Is it going to come, like, between us and the moon? Is it not? Are we not going to be able to see it because it's so far away? I mean, even if you throw a fucking dildo through the air, you could scientifically figure out the trajectory based on right. its speed and know if it's going to where the flight. Path yeah, it's is not like be. you're going to throw it in one direction and it's going to fucking boomerang. Yeah, boomerang <laughs> off. Okay, mm -hmm. so the fact that they're not. This is all the information we're going to have, and 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 we're not no pictures or nothing. That is a bunch of shit, mm -hmm. in my opinion. What's the point of NASA? I, you know, I don't want any more money going to NASA if we're going to be this fucking sloppy with our research. And, well, and and if they are doing this shit, then don't say this is all the information we're going to have because just say and as we get it, we'll have more information and we'll tell you after we you know edit I mean? it and fix it. And it makes me it think out. that the fucking thing, if it's even real, is coming right for us mm -hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and even in the trajectory that he has on the video here, it doesn't show us colliding with it or it colliding one, with no, us. But that's but, all bullshit video, right? No, I know. Uh, I just think it's nonsense that they would come out and say oh, this is all the information we're going to well, have. On Google it. this. Google this. See if there's any more information. What's the most recent thing on it well how exactly do i google this um giant cigar like shape thing in space coming towards us yeah right there in solar system okay that was before thanksgiving well it looks like this is the most recent Oh, they've concluded that it's not a... Where would you see that? Um, oh, yeah, this is the most recent. No, there's... Where's the one that says... Right here. Yeah. Okay, this is from uh, 
the science section of the Telegraph out of the UK. Cigar-shaped space rock is not an alien spacecraft, scientists conclude. Um, let's see here. A space rock whose strange cigar-shaped lead... What? Whose strange cigar shape led to speculations it could be an alien spacecraft is simply an asteroid, British scientists have concluded. Well, they must run Snopes, so we have all our answers now. The object known as... Go ahead and do a fart sound, Dave. Oh, you mama. Wah. Yeah. Aumuamua. Was spotted on October 19th by the University of Hawaii's Pan Stars One telescope, and astronomers across the world have been tracking its progress ever since. It is thought to be the first asteroid to have come from outside the solar system. And last week, Stephen Hawking's Breakthrough Listen project, which is searching for evidence of civilizations beyond Earth, announced it was studying the object for signs of alien technology. Researchers working on long distance space transportation have previously suggested that the scar shape, cigar or needle shape, is the most likely architecture for an interstellar spacecraft since this would minimize friction and damage from interstellar gas and dust. However, today scientists at Queen's University in Belfast confirmed that it is an asteroid which is the same size and shape of London's Gherkin skyscraper. The team, which also featured scientists from the U.S., Canada, Taiwan, and and Chile, said they had made key observations about the chemical makeup of the rock. Interesting. I don't know if I need to read the rest of it. No. I pretty much uh, got my answer here. So, they have decided it's an asteroid. And, now we know the name. And But, to be fair, that is more information, and we weren't going to get any more information. Correct. Correct. So, uh, you know, they lied. So... I will post the link to the Reddit posts down in the video description. You guys go over and check them out. And before we go today, in other news, you've probably seen maybe a video or, or a news post. It, I mean, it's all over the web about yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Something is going on around the world with these mysterious booms, these loud booms that are being heard all over the globe, around the globe. And in fact, if you just go to Google and type in booms heard or mystery boom, you will get new report after new report about how something strange is happening and nobody can explain it. App received an alert right after the boom happened. You can download a free version of the app in the App Store. From our Cape Coral News team, a big boom caused concern and confusion last night. The loud noise actually rattled homes in parts of the Cape. We know a lot of people went on Facebook with questions about what happened. NBC2's Ben Henry has been looking into this today. Spoke with people who not only heard this but felt it. Oh, to the core, as they described, also describing this as very intense. So much that it shook several homes. I spent the day trying to find out the cause. What on earth was that noise? That is the question a whole lot of people are asking in Lock Bowie and North Brighton. So they heard this very loud boom about 9 o'clock or so last night. Denver 7's Lance Hernandez talked to residents and to police trying to get some answers. That was just like a boom in, it, in her trailer ship. And it was, I was like, what the heck is that? Like just a shake? It was like... Some of the stuff in my room visibly moved. I thought the North Koreans were bombing us. <laughs> There's a lot of speculation about that boom. <laughs> it's funny to get bombed. <laughs> Did someone crash? 
Lockbuoy's police chief says they have no reports of property damage or injuries. He says he called the FAA and Buckley Air Force Base and was told they had no operations going on in the area last night. Today, people are weighing in on the police department's Facebook page, wondering if it's related to fracking or aliens. We heard the boom and the house shook. And I went outside, thought somebody hit the house. Shane Fusilier says the noise reminded him of the powerful sonic booms he heard growing up in Louisiana. We found this sonic boom online. We wanted to give you an idea what he was talking about. And these terrifying, to a lot of people, noises have been recorded everywhere from the Middle East to the Midwest, uh, with many being heard recently on the U.S. East Coast. Uh, the latest boom came to light this week, scaring residents in Alabama. And as of right now, we have around 64 other locations that have reported these mystery booms. That's a lot. Uh, ranging from... Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, they've got a map up here. I, all right, so it literally, it, I would say every single state. Pretty damn close. At least has one. Most of them have multiple, at least two. Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois are pretty covered. Indiana is pretty covered. Dude, that whole, like, yeah, between Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, that whole area is one big blob. And then the whole east coast mm-hmm. from... Maine, from basically the bottom of Maine all the way down to Virginia, it is one big blob. And then same thing on the West Coast with a few spaces. But from San Diego up through, um, I'm going to say Santa Fe is one big blob. And then like San Francisco area's blob. Up to Canada. And then there's a string all the way up to like Canada. I mean, it's pretty fucking weird. And then... Like there, you know where there really isn't any booms is over Area Fifty One. Yeah, it's like a giant uh, wide open area. There's one in Nevada. It, well, and then Vegas. Vegas is covered. Yeah, but oh yeah, but Vegas you can see there. the splotch where uh, Area Fifty One is. Mm-hmm. That's nothing there. But like, it is weird. I don't know what is this. Do you think? What is this boom that people I don't know. are hearing I've, I've everywhere? I've never heard it. Like, heard of the story or heard the boom? Heard the boom. I've heard of the story. It's weird. I'm going to play the rest of the video, and I'm going to do a little bit of a looking for some more information on these booms. Michigan, Lapland, Santa, I think they're all connected, Swansea, though, with Yorkshire. these other things that are One happening, these Alabama lights. Alabama recently described it as an incredibly loud boom that, quote, shook the entire house. Uh, with one Birmingham, Alabama National Weather Service spokesman saying that the noise could have been from a, quote, aircraft. However, people from all over the world have been quick to jump on this and say, okay, name the plane. Name a plane that can cause sounds like this shaking houses all over the world. And so the origin of these mystery sounds remains unclear. And so if you've heard something similar, if you can add to the discussion on this, also put it down below. Happy Thanksgiving once again, and I will see you all back in just a bit. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we're still at 64, but now, like, if you look up booms across world as, like, your Google search, you're getting that it's 64, but everything is from 2017, that's weird because now we've had all these lights and and, right. and like bright lights like just appearing in the sky and then it's gone. You know what I mean? Like it's like a flash. It would be the equivalent of like a boom 
minus the boom. Mm-hmm. It's just light. So in 2017, we get 64 booms, which, based on that map that the guy was showing, there's way more than 64 on there. Yeah. And then uh, nothing for 2018 and booms? What's all these lights? Let's look up that bright light flashes across the world. There's one in January. Right that was there. that Michigan one he was talking There's about. There's 17. Look up one. This up one. one higher. Oh, this is like right there. Yeah, these two. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, tight. Allergies today, bro. Oops. Hang on. All right, remember to do the Hawaii one. Yeah. Let's do this other one real quick. Wanted to do. Is it this one? No, fuck it. We'll do this one and that one and then that other one. Okay. Okay. Wow. Hey guys, Tyler with Secure Team. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. We have some major developments today regarding the things that recently happened in Hawaii, some new UFO sighting news, and I really don't know where to start, but I guess we'll go with the most important thing, which are these new developments coming out about what happened in Hawaii a couple of days ago. Uh, If you remember, uh, Hawaii and the geniuses who are running it accidentally, supposedly accidentally sent out that false missile alert after someone had, quote, pushed the wrong button, sending this alert to the citizens of Hawaii, telling them to hit the You don't deck. remember this, Dave? And, uh, no. Later on, it was How the fuck did you not hear about this? Did hear about accident, that? Apparently. Fascinating. And I told you guys from the start, something doesn't smell right about it. It just doesn't. I don't know how accidents like this can happen. Then, just a couple of days later, we had Japan, who I guess wanting to follow in the footsteps of Hawaii, then sent out their own false missile alert. And what we've learned in the past couple of days as it pertains to Hawaii has got many people believing there's definitely some sort of cover-up going on here. And I guess we'll just start with this little piece of information. It was found out that on the very day that this false missile alert went out in Hawaii, and just a couple of hours before it went out, there was an NBC news crew that was inside of this secure bunker where the alerts are actually sent from just a couple of hours before the false alert went out. And so it's been confirmed. And this is legit. You guys can check this out. And an NBC spokesperson even came out and blatantly admitted this in a January 15th report, which aired on the nightly news, saying, quote, hours before the false alarm sounded with the warning of an inbound ICBM, we had exclusive access to the bunker where it was sent from. And so obviously, people then began taking to social media asking if someone could explain why this NBC News crew was granted access to a secure bunker just hours before this botched missile alert. 
Now, according to NBC, these journalists who were there, one of them who goes by the name Jacob Soboroff, were said to have just happened to be in Oahu on that very day to produce a special report on emergency response. Mr. Soboroff is part of the NBC Left Field Digital Video Journalism Unit, and while it was reported that Mr. Soboroff happened to be, quote, on ground at the time of the debacle, Mr. Soboroff then claimed that he was swimming when the incident occurred, which appears to contradict some of the photographs that came out uh, showing them in the bunker just before it happened, and that this NBC News crew only later revealed that they were actually in the bunker after being spotted there, and so they had to come up with a quick reason. Now, I don't know about that, but here's another part to this story. We have another new report that has just come to light from a group of Hawaiian tourists who say that on the day that this false alert went out, they saw, quote, something blow up in the sky. Now, this was first reported, I believe, by a guy by the name of Marfugal Watutu, and I don't know if that's his name, but that's the name of his YouTube channel. And he posted a video entitled, Hawaii Tourists Say That They Saw Something Blow Up In The Sky. So here's a short clip of his video. Hey, so uh, my sister has lived in Maui for eight years. And so what she is finding out is that a group of boaters that actually run a tour company say now that they saw something get blown out of the sky. So they said it looked like a meteor and then all of a sudden it was a big boom and it lit up the entire sky and it was 8 o'clock in the morning. So I don't know what to make of that. Um, maybe this was not a drill after all. Maybe our boys in blue and our... Uh, boys in green shot it down um, and I would think that the United States would not want to cause more panic um, if they did try to launch something at Hawaii and of course they would say it was a mistake okay so basically around 20 people including tour guides have said that they were about a hundred nautical miles away from Hawaii in tour boats when they described what appeared to be a meteor being blown up in the sky shortly after 8 a.m. It's also it. said is that this was allegedly released Pause. on the local Hawaiian news but was then pulled directly after okay the, the reason I don't buy that story mm -hmm. is the key word is tourists it was a tourist boat, correct? What do tourists do on boats? They take pictures. They take video. There's none of that. Hmm. Well, let's Google it. Right? Uh, Don't you take pictures on your boat? Tourists in Hawaii. Um, let's see. Explosion in the sky. See explosion in sky. Let's see. Now, all right. So we see articles for that. Mm -hmm. Pictures. Got to be pictures, right? Uh, well, there it is. Yeah. 
Bullshit. Alright. Images for tours in Hawaii see explosion in sky. Well, here, let's just click on this article. January 22nd. Hawaii charter boat group witnessed explosion and, uh, <laughs> freak the fuck what out. The fuck website. In sky on morning of false missile alert. So there's the tourists. Okay. All these pictures of the explosion, as you can see, Dave. There's mm-hmm. none. Um, so, yeah, you make a valid point that you'd think there would be pictures. And of something. Look at all those Even like the, the the cloud after the fact, or, or not the cloud, but like a smoke of something exploding. Yeah, somebody would put a picture up, unless mm-hmm. they've scrubbed the internet for these pictures and gotten rid of them. Oh, let's see what this is. Oh, that's 2011. That's not. Uh, I thought that was. Uh, that's a January. It's actually June. Wow. Um, but no, oh, jeez, that could happen. That could be. They they shot at us. We shot it down. They don't want everyone panicking to know that we just got a fucking attacked. Yeah, I mean that part's plausible. But where the fuck are these pictures? There should be something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of odd that there is nothing. If these old all these tourists, I mean. Could you get 20 people to fucking all agree to the same bullshit story? I'd say so. I didn't see any names. Yeah. Exactly. So it could be a completely bullshit story. Yeah. No tourists. No tour. There was no tourists at that time. Not only that, but in that picture they did show of the supposed tourists, there was a cruise ship right out in the back, wasn't there? Yeah. So why did 8,000 people on a cruise ship not see anything? Uh, I don't no. buy it. I don't buy it. Who knows? Yeah, we're not finding anything on this picture-wise. So, yeah, I agree. It, it, the story kind of sounds like bullshit. Let's continue and see what they say. Now, I don't have any confirmation of this. I'm not from Hawaii, and unfortunately, I wasn't there to see whether it was there or pulled off. But we do, it, it appears, that we do have people saying that they saw something blown up in the sky. So, obviously, this begs the question, did this have something to do with the false alert We have reports saying that there was an actual missile that was possibly fired from a submarine that was then intercepted, and then the cover-up began after they took the missile out. And while we're on the topic of this false alert and just how someone could, quote, press the wrong button, this also seems to be a lie, as there is no button that could be accidentally hit. What we know now is that there are five fail-safe procedures in the Hawaiian Emergency Alert Management System. The last being a two-key system, such as are present in U.S. missile silos. Two keys, eight feet apart, requiring two different individuals to simultaneously and positively trigger the alert. Go, go, so gadget arms. How does this happen? Along with the fact that we now have people reporting an explosion off of the coast and an NBC News crew who was in the bunker hours before the alert was sent out. So I think you guys are getting the picture here. Uh, This story just gets stranger and stranger. Again, just days later, Japan sends out an identical alert. You guys give me your opinion down below. Let's really... So hang on. Let's break this down just a little bit so I can fully understand. Mm -hmm. There's five things that need to be done in order for this message to go out. Uh, He didn't cover... All five steps, but 
the fifth step is a two, two keys, keys eight feet apart need to be turned at the exact same time mm-hmm. to initiate this. Well, we're talking at least then two people in on this. Assuming, mm-hmm. I wonder what the other steps are. Well, What's not only thought? that, but I mean, it's it's a texting program. I'm fairly certain any hacker who's worth a shit could send that out themselves. You know what I mean? When bypass all five steps, I don't know. Yeah, kind of, mean, it's I don't know. It's dude. a text. You can send a mass a mass text out to people and mask it, make it look like the emergency medical broadcast system. What the fuck they call it? Oh, one day ago from real time. Let's let's read this just because. Uh, Hawaii worker who sent false missile attack alert is fired. Emergency management leader resigns. There's your two people. Okay, well, let's let's read the article. I'm, I'm just curious now, since we're, like, talking about it. Um, the head of Hawaii's emergency management agency has resigned, and the employee, employee who issued a ballistic missile alert to residents causing mass panic for nearly 40 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ, these fucking ads just pop up. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, who issued a ballistic missile alert to residents causing mass panic for nearly 40 minutes earlier this month, has been terminated, officials said. The announcement came during a news conference Tuesday by Governor David Ig- Ig- Iggy, oh. State Adjunct General Major General... Je- Jesus fucking Christ. How many generals do you need in your name? Hi, I'm General Ryan, General Ryan, General Ryan... Major General. Yeah, General. S- senior General. My last name's General, too. I'm just so general. Um, so anyways, uh, 14 General Joe Logan, the investigating officer, Brigadier General <laughs> Bruce Oliveira. Jesus Christ. I don't think I've ever said general that much for my life. One employee also resigned prior to disciplinary actions being taken, and authorities are in the process of suspending another worker without pay, Logan said. So let's see. we got one resigned, one was fired, one's suspended without pay, so that's three. That's four isn't it and then four would be the, the head, head of hawaii's yeah. emergency manager resigned probably the four people pictured in that video there was four guys yeah probably right, it was reported earlier that the employee intentionally sent the message thinking the island was being attacked the fcc said in a stunning reversal after officials had insisted the alert was the result of a mistaken keystroke well how did the person think that they were being attacked is my question Vern Miyagi, who oversaw the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency before stepping down on Tuesday, said in an earlier news conference, the worker who pressed the alert button feels bad. <laughs> Quote, feels bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Miyago. Now it's Miyago. It was Miyagi. Now it's Miyago. <laughs> so I think they did Miyagi on accident like Mr. Miyagi. Uh, that's right, General. And it's probably Miyago. Added... Quote, this guy feels bad, right? He's not doing this on purpose. It was a mistake on his part, and he feels terrible about it. Uh, during the investigation, Oliveira said the employee who had worked at the agency for more than 10 years had a history of confusing drills and real-world events. In fact, the worker had made similar mistakes twice before, officials said. All right, well, this person's a fucking idiot then. In a written statement, the employee who was not identified said he believed there was a real emergency on January 13th after hearing a recording that stated this is not a drill. But the employee did not hear the first half of the message that stated, exercise, exercise, exercise. Well, he's probably busy doing his jumping jacks at the time. 
The FCC said in its preliminary report Tuesday, though the recording also ended with the exercise message, the officer did not hear it. Once again, probably doing his jumping jacks. While other warning officers understand that this is a drill, the warning officer at the alert origination terminal claimed to believe, in a written statement provided to High EMA Emergency Management Agency, that this was a real emergency, not a drill, the FCC said. The language of the alert message reportedly strayed from typical scripts, although the recording ended with the exercise note, Oliveira said. All right, here, I'm going to make a statement or, or a comment. If you're doing a drill, don't put in your recording that this is not a drill when you're doing a fucking drill. All right, so you're, you're creating your own fucking problem right there, regardless of you saying right. exercise, exercise, exercise. You know what I mean? Dave, this is not a drill, but this is a drill. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any fucking sense to, to it's apparently well, a stupid fucking idiot that worked there. It, it It's like that everywhere you go that does drills. So you've never been on a cruise ship, right? Right. Every time you go on a cruise ship the very first day before you set sail, they do the must, must, monster drill or mustard drill, whatever it's called. Yeah, mustard drill. Yeah, mustard Where drill. Where they throw mustard in there and you just yeah. got to not get hit with they, it. They announce it, exercise, exercise, exercise. They do the same deal and the very end says so this is not a drill. But it is a drill. So the very first time I did, I'm like, so what the fuck is this? Re-? Like I freaked the fuck out because I had never been on one. I didn't know. So why say this is not a drill if it's a drill? Is it? I think it's to literally confuse people. I, I don't know if it's to confuse them or I think because when they say it, when they actually do it, they need to emphasize the fact that it's not a drill, this is a serious matter. And if they leave it out, because they, ha- they just have one script. They don't want to have the wrong script there. They just have they just use the same script. They just have to know they have to say exercise, exercise, exercise beforehand. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Right. So it, the first time well, I was freaking the fuck out, I thought it was real. Here's the thing. But. Yeah, every time they do it, they do the same thing. Maybe they should do more of what they were going to do, but less of what they think they should do, and then have and go fuck themselves because that is (laughs) completely stupid. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. Here's the rest of the article: The employee followed emergency protocol and transmitted the live incoming ballistic missile alert to the state of Hawaii, selecting yes when reaching the page, asking, "Are you sure that you want to send this alert?" The FCC said the incident was caused by a miscommunication during a shift change between the overnight and day crews. Three other officers reported hearing the exercise portion of the message. Uh, after the mistake was realized, the employee reportedly froze and seemed confused, forcing another worker to take over and send a correction, Oliveira said. The FCC said Hawaii officials were conducting an atypical number of no-notice drills that increased the chances of a mistake happening. The organization blamed the state's flawed system, including how the alert software failed to differentiate between testing and live production environments for the error. The report added the Hawaii agency wasn't well equipped to send out a correction and the delay to send one made the mistake even worse. I do want to say it is astounding that no one was hurt in this accident. FCC Commissioner Michael Riley said this could have been a catastrophe. Um, following his investigation, Oliveira recommended a number of improvements on the system, including a revised checklist to standardize the process of conducting drills and installing a computer process uh, that would immediately send out an alert cancellation, the latter of which has been instituted already, he said. The emergency alert that was sent on January 13th, about 8.07 a.m. local time, read, Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. By 8.20 a.m., Hawaii EMA, 
tweeted there was no missile threat to the state, but failed to send a follow-up phone alert for another 38 minutes, causing mass panic among people who weren't able to check social media. The FCC. Look at the blue thing right up there. Oh, Hawaii governor <laughs> took long to post on Twitter about missile alert because he forgot his username and password. <laughs> Fucking jackass! <laughs> That's why I laughed when you started reading. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's good shit. The FCC said Hawaii Emergency Agency has taken steps to update its system and create new policies to prevent another false alert. Agency supervisors will be required to receive prior warnings before a drill. Two officers will be will also be assigned to transmit and validate every alert and test before it is sent. So that's new. So that's a new piece mm-hmm. to the, the five steps. All right, so, so then my next issue. If this article is true... Mm-hmm then at least 20 tourists are completely full of shit. Yep. So that whole fucking thing was a lie, the whole, uh, oh, 20 tourists saw this thing. Or they did see something, and this article's bullshit. Or they're both bullshit. Or the tourists saw something, and this article's... I don't know. What the fuck is the truth? You're never gonna know. I feel like uh, Richard Doty's behind this whole thing. <laughs> He's just sending out all kinds of bullshit. Trying to confuse us. All right, let's let's continue. Well, it's interesting that happened in Japan too. Yeah, and then then it happens in Japan two days later. Like, so the guy got fired in Hawaii, and then he took the first flight to Japan, and apparently (laughs) fucking. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Oh, yo, you came highly recommended. You You worked there ten years. Yeah. All right. All right, let's continue. We get a dialogue started about this. Life is truly stranger than fiction sometimes. So now in other news, uh, if you guys remember a couple of years back, we reported on this mysterious pyramid-shaped structure found in Antarctica. In fact, it's probably one of the biggest stories of that year that we posted about it, along with all of the other mysterious things that have gone on on the icy continent, all of the people visiting it, uh, government officials, popes, religious figures, secret expeditions... And then we discovered this, which appeared to be a pyramid, an ancient pyramid unearthed from the ice. Many of you will remember it. Well, recently there was another UFO YouTube channel who claimed that when visiting the area on Google Earth or Google Maps, that Google had in fact put a place marker next to this very pyramid, and it actually named it the Ancient Pyramid of the Chosen. And that basically Google had admitted the existence of the ancient pyramid. And so when I looked into it and I went to Google Earth, I did indeed discover that when searching for ancient pyramid of the chosen, it did pop up in the search. And it does have a place marker over this pyramid. So that part is true. But I guess what what many people don't understand is that you can go in and edit place marks on Google Maps and Google Earth. In fact, when you go to this pyramid and you search it in Google Earth, one of the first things that you see to the right side of the screen is that underneath the ancient pyramid of the chosen, it says, quote, nightclub in the Antarctic. Nice. So, um, (laughs) apparently someone was obviously having some fun here. They registered and edited in this place mark, which then, I guess, somehow uh, confused this other channel um, into thinking that Google had How do you add a place mark? Although I don't know how that's possible, because as soon as you search it, you can see here 
uh, underneath it where it says that it's a nightclub. And um, I, I, again, I just don't know how you could miss that. But, you know, I, I wanted to report on it. Google has not revealed anything. This was just, again, someone having some fun. So for those of you who messaged me about this, now you know. And, uh, you know, maybe next time just look a little bit closer at the details. And then we won't even have to talk about it. So lastly today, I want to show you guys some amazing new pieces of fan mail that were sent to me. And by the way, th this isn't the only two pieces. I've been getting a ton of fan mail lately, and to all of you out there who sent me in something, you know who you are, I just want to give a big thank you to you guys, the people who sent me supplements and things for my broken leg, which by the way is now pretty much healed, and I am walking again. Although with a slight limp, I am walking, so it only took four months. I'm happy to be back on my feet. So the people who sent me in things that would help me, uh, books, movies, letters, and postcards, and neat little gifts from around the world, you guys are awesome. So I want to say thank you. Good for you. Uh, let's put on one more video, I think. Get that one, or that one, or that one which one Ooh. um yeah. what's the first one this one yeah uh, was it yeah this one yeah this one hey guys tyler with secure team <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. Well, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around the world right now, and um, I, I just have to say that some of it is kind of creeping me out, and you'll understand what I mean here in a second. So first of all, if you guys haven't heard, over the past week, there was a massive flash of light that happened over Russia, along with shockwaves that were felt for thousands of miles. And you're seeing footage from that here. So reports of this started coming out on the 9th after this explosion of light accompanied by, quote, ground shaking spread across three specific regions, one of them being Bashkortostan, Udmursha, and Tartarstan, with one witness stating, quote, what was it? A meteor, a rocket from space, a UFO, who knows? Some people believed that this was some sort of a nuclear explosion, which Russian authorities immediately denied. And uh, at this moment, most experts, well, all that I can find, have been split on the cause of the flash. They just don't know. One of those being Yuri Nefefyev, who is the director of the Engelhardt Astronomy Observatory, who claimed that atmospheric electricity was behind the eerie night-to-day explosion of light. Now, speaking of uh, atmospheric electricity, if you guys remember the video I posted yesterday where we talked about these strange electric blue clouds that were seen swirling above Antarctica, and that NASA has its own dedicated satellite set up orbiting right above Antarctica that is specifically to watch these mystery glowing clouds that are circling literally over the mysterious icy continent and we've also seen them above the arctic as well so we have that 
Now we have this strange mystery flash of light and rumbling for thousands of miles in Russia. And on top of that, you guys will also remember over the past weeks, we have been talking about the secret Project Zuma mission, which was this classified payload or satellite that was launched up by SpaceX on a Falcon 9 rocket. It was said to be one of the most classified payloads ever launched by SpaceX. And then suddenly after the launch, it was claimed that the payload was lost. And if you haven't heard of this, you can go back and check my last few videos where we discussed this. Now, we have some new breaking news, which was that there is another highly classified satellite that was actually supposed to be launched today, but was then canceled due to unknown reasons. Now, what we know about this is that they are actually admitting that it is a, quote, spy satellite that is being backed and a part of the National Reconnaissance Office. And it was set to be launched on a United Launch Alliance Delta rocket at the Vandenberg Air Force Base. Now, United Launch Alliance may sound familiar to you because that is the same aerospace company that launched this satellite a couple of years back, which as its mission patch featured none other than a Black Knight. A Black Knight satellite, in fact. And if you know about the Black Knight satellite, well, you'll know why that is so interesting. And if you don't know what the Black Knight satellite is, just Google it and you will find out. But suffice it to say, many believe that it's an alien satellite that has been orbiting around the Earth for thousands of years. And that maybe that secret launch was to send something up to monitor it. So here we have again the ULA, the United Launch Alliance, now sending up their own spy satellite, as they're calling it. And guess what, guys? The mission patch for this super secret launch contains once again a depiction of the same Black Knight that they used in the other secret launch a couple years back. You're seeing that patch here. The only difference being is that opposed to the first patch from the earlier launch where it was just this Black Knight on a horse or in front of an American flag, here we have the Black Knight with his sword drawn and a scary looking dragon snarling at us from the background. So I can only imagine what this symbolism means because it all has symbolism. And this has been true in every mission patch from the Apollo missions back when we went to the moon all the way up to these secret launches today. They all have, many of them, a secret symbolism, despite what they publicly tell you it is. Now, this rocket, which is NROL-47, will mark the 27th mission for the NRO, or National Reconnaissance Office. And once again, as a classified mission, the information about the satellite or its orbit is limited. They will not tell us. And uh, what you're seeing here is another variation of this mission patch, which again uh, shows the dragon, only this time the knight is in white. Again with his uh, sword and shield out, which just at face value symbolizes to me that obviously a knight is going to slay the dragon and uh, leads me to believe that the satellite or this payload is obviously being sent up there into space to protect us from something. Uh, something that is so great that they decided to use a scary massive snarling dragon to symbolize it. 
And so uh, you guys can let your clock tick on that for a while. Uh, tell me what you guys think it means down below. But uh, yeah, and at least this time we know the government organization behind it, which is the National Reconnaissance Office. Uh, with the SpaceX launch, they would not tell us anything. Who is behind it? Nothing. So once again, we were supposed to have this launch today, and it was canceled. It's actually set for tomorrow, and uh, obviously we will post updates to that. But here's my question. We've got strange things happening around the world, okay? We have UFO sightings. We have mystery booms happening, loud sounds and rumbles that no one can seem to figure out where they're coming from. Okay, we've done videos on this. Check back for those videos. We have mystery flashes occurring in different parts of the world. Shock waves following these massive flashes. We have people, citizens, fishermen all over the world waking up to find their beaches completely drained of all seawater. And again, we reported on this. They're normal the night before. They come back out the next day, and we've got thousands of boats sitting on dry sand with no ocean in sight, not to mention the rivers and lakes that have dried up around the world. And again, you guys can find all of this. We've reported it on the channel, and you can Google it as well. We have multiple spy satellites and secret classified payloads going up one after the other via different government agencies, no less. And so my question is, is it all just a coincidence? Is there something going on here? Is there something out in space that they are monitoring? That they're trying to get these satellites up there as fast as they can? I mean, there's just a lot of mysterious things happening around the world. You know, it's funny, sometimes I'll, I'll read a comment on the channel talking about how, well, I must be reaching for information, that there's nothing happening. Guys, stuff is happening all over the world. I deal with it every day. I get thousands of emails every single week that attest to all of the strange stuff that is happening globally. And that no less is being covered up. Some say, well, why do you find a cover-up in everything, Tyler? And I say, I don't find a cover-up in everything. But what I do cover are topics that have had a history of being covered up in the past, proof positive, documented, on paper, exposed. And those are the topics that I talk about. Because just because they were covered up once does not mean that they've suddenly stopped doing it. And that we can just forget about all of the mysteries and strange things that are happening around the world and everything's hunky-dory. That's not the way it happens, people. And uh, the strangeness continues. So I say be skeptic, but look at all of the strange things happening around the world and really ask yourself if you believe everything the government is telling you, along with all of the excuses that they give for whether it be rocket launches, for these mystery booms, for these mystery flashes of light, strange things seen in space, things seen in our skies. We've documented it here, and if you're not a believer yet, well, you might never be. So, with that, you guys tell me what you think. I will follow up with you about this mystery launch that's due to happen tomorrow, as well as these strange flashes of light, mystery booms, and uh, unknown crafts seen in our skies. So be sure to stay tuned, subscribe if you're new to the channel. What do you think about that? Craziness, dude. So, um, what do you think all this means? I, I, I personally think everything's, all this shit's connected in some way the reason we're sending all these satellites and and shit up up to space or wherever you know to like yeah, low earth high whatever and then these lights these booms the 
uh, dead birds and shit, the, the dead fish, the... Uh, I think it's all connected in some way. Well, what the fuck is it? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the the lights and booms could be fucking. Maybe we've got some Star Wars shit happening. You know, uh, maybe we actually have spaceships up there that can fucking shoot down other aliens and then fucking shit. I don't fucking know. Maybe we're seeing the fight up there and we can't really see it because it's too far up there. You know. I don't know. You know, that would explain why we see a flash of light and boom, you know, fucking explosion and shit. We're fighting up above where we can't see. I don't know. I, want, I almost wonder if that would be like more consistent, though. Like, like, not like it's not being consistent, but like, you know, if you think of a, like a, like we bomb them, they bomb us, we mm-hmm. bomb, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it'd be more like, like four at a time or something, right, as opposed right. to like one and then one. a few days later, then one. Right. Un- unless, right. who knows though, that could be a different kind of war. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, that's that's one idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt it, but it's a possibility. Um, and what, what but I think up- all the shooting us, the, all the satellite, satellites up there is, yeah, there there's some shit going on up in space that we're not being told, and they're monitoring it. They're scared. That's why they're sending so much shit up there. And the fact that their patch is a black knight fighting a fucking dragon, that says something. Yeah. I looked up black knight like he said to uh, on on Google, and we get black knight satellite. Uh, it's um, the black knight satellite conspiracy theory claims that there is a spacecraft in near polar orbit of the Earth that is of extraterrestrial origin and that NASA is engaged in a cover-up regarding its existence and origin. This conspiracy theory combines several unrelated stories into one narrative. A 1998 NASA photo is believed by some to show the Black Knight satellite, but NASA has stated that this is likely a uh, space debris, specifically a thermal blanket lost during an EVA mission. Well, that's a picture of it right there. Yeah. I think I have heard of the Black Knight satellite. I think I've seen that picture I think we maybe talked about it, too. Uh, According to some UFO conspiracists... The uh, Black Knight is an artificial satellite of extraterrestrial origin which has orbited Earth for approximately 13,000 years. The satellite story is most likely a conflation of several disconnected stories about various objects and their interpretations, all of them well-documented independently, and none of them are none using the term Black Knight upon their first publication. According to Senior Education Support Officer Martina Redpath of uh, Armagh Planetarium, uh, in Northern Ireland, Black Knight is a jumble of completely unrelated stories, reports of unusual science observation, authors promoting fringe ideas, classified spy satellites, and people over overinterpreting photos. These ingredients have been chopped up, stirred together, and stewed on the internet. One rambling and inconsistent dollop of myth. Uh, yada yada yada. Oh, that's an interesting part. The original or origin of the Black Knight legend is often retrospectively dated back to. Natural extraterrestrial repeating sources supposedly heard during the 1899 radio experiments of Nikola Tesla and long-delayed echoes first heard by amateur radio operator Jorgen Halls in Oslo, Norway in 1928. Brian Dunning of the Skeptoid podcast attributes Tesla's 1899 radio signals to pulsars, which were not identified until 1968. Hmm. Well... I don't know. I've seen this picture before. 
Yeah, so have I. It's an interesting photo. That's as close as we can get. It doesn't look, does that look like a blanket to you? No. It not look like a blanket to me either. But then again, it should just be a bad Photoshop by NASA. Right. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, to me, that's like, yeah, so we're sending all this shit up because we're scared of something or, or we're preparing for something. Mm-hmm. We're either. Yeah, and I wish we had more time because I think the very next video might kind of lead into what we're thinking. Are you talking about this one here? Yeah. Do you have that, that much time? Probably not. No. Well, I guess we'll have to do a part two. To this thing. We'll have to come back. Secure Team 10-2. Yeah. So, I guess for this one, we'll call it incomplete. And we'll do a part two um, where we continue breaking down uh, Tyler from Secure Team's videos and see if we can get to the bottom of, uh, or, or maybe get more information we can come up with a, a different or more. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens because he does have a shit ton of videos and... You know, by the time uh, a week goes by and we do a part two to this, there probably be six, seven more fucking videos out there. And quite possibly, you know, more shit can go down between now and then too. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll readdress this in a week for part two. Stay tuned. Hell yeah.
Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. everybody do you do shopping online well do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our amazon banner and help out the network it's going to cost you nothing extra we get a percentage back from everything that you buy and uh you know what that would be a win 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 it's a win for you win for the network and a win for amazon um, great prices uh, everyday savings and uh, you get what you want and you're helping us out so this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, so go do it, d2rpn.com. Uh, there's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today!